people around here trust the shepherds. Jamie, Adam, and the other Jamie. They always have. The sheep trust them too. Gather round. I'll throw another log on the fire. Turn it up just a touch. Because another episode of the podcast is starting now. Brand new episode starting now. Jamie Bendel, Jamie Hernan, Adam Haig. Ooh. I like the double tone. Very excited about our episode that we are recording now. Our guest is a good friend of mine. I've known him for many, many years. Terrific comedian. I'm going to do the thing that comedians always hate. Which is? Which is read a bio that we don't know how currently it was updated. He has danced with Charo on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Charo. Coochie, coochie. It's been on multiple episodes of Three Men and a Chick Flick on WE, as well as The Morning Show on Playboy TV. He has multiple times been a guest judge on Beat Bobby Flay, two episodes of Axis TV's Gotham Comedy Live, Last Comic Standing, and a movie produced by Lionsgate, Wingman Inc. You can hear him, of course, on Satellite Radio, any of the terrific programs that are on there. And if you don't follow his social media content, you absolutely should, because he he has what I think is both an original take on some memes and trends, I guess, yep. but also really has a very interesting, I would like to think that it's a character that has its name. Maybe we'll find that out, but a recurring piece that is just terrific. Please welcome our guest, comedian Rich Aronovich. What's going on, buddy? Well pronounced, Jamie. Well pronounced. <laughs> Did you, in fact, have an opportunity ever one-on-one to beat Bobby Flay? I was a guest judge. Yes. I know, but I just didn't know if sometimes when the, <clears throat> when the cameras get turned off, you're like, Bobby, I can actually take you. Um, No, because I was like, kind of like I'm a guest in your house right now. I was a guest in his house. And I mean, I got along with him really well. And I made him laugh, but my job was to judge the food as neutral as possible. The show was pretty awesome, very genuine. You actually taste the food without knowing who's, whose it is. You make notes, and then they they have your a piece in your ear, and they try to feedback what you said in the tent. Interesting. That was one uh, of my questions. Was the was the fix in at no, any there's point? No fix at all. <clears throat> oh, that's and, great. And if I was going up against Bobby Flay, I'd let him win too because I was in his house. Well, he's actually like I actually could tell it was his, and it was way better. But the story on that show is I had um, I got sick. I don't really get sick that often. Food poisoning. I got like sick, sick, sick. Like I was shaking so much I couldn't pee. And I, it was Monday morning, so I couldn't cancel because then I would never do the show again. So I showed up, didn't tell him I was sick, just did the fist bump, sweated through two shirts. And then I was like throwing up all night. And so what did we taste? Clam pizza. Clam. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. And as you're sweating, you weren't able to say like, oh, it's so spicy. And I was like, there's no spices yeah. in this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Once the adrenaline kicks in, you're like, oh, I feel fine. And then you're cut and you're like. Yeah. He's a professional. All right. So now you had that intro. I must say that on any sort of bio, if you have a reference to Sharo, I'm guessing it might be dated. No, coochie coochie. No, that's a classic. I, I would oh, say classic keep for that sure, forever. but I'm guessing that didn't happen recently. Oh, 2008. So yeah, yeah, yeah not recently. Did okay. you just bio shame me? Is that what just happened? I was only bio shaming Bendel's reading of the bio. <laughs> so I was fine with your bio and your background. I'm just shaming Bendel's reading of it. All right. So we are going to give you the choice of three topics on which we will ask lightning, uh, which we will ask a lightning round question about. You get to pick one of the three. Here are your choices. Man versus animal. Okay. Romantic gestures or I do 
declare? Uh, man versus animal. Man versus animal. All right. Our first lightning round is man versus animal. Would you like to go clockwise or counterclockwise? Clockwise. Clockwise, starting with Adam. What is the biggest animal you think you could defeat in hand-to-hand combat? A dog. Okay. You think you could defeat a dog? I think so. Okay. Should we discuss breed of dog? No, just a dog. Do, do I, you want to know why I want to say that, or is this lightning? No, 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 no you, this, can, you, you can explain. That's an answer that allows, we will allow we'll clarification. Allow clarification. I have a 15-month-old child, and yes. I remember when I was walking my kid, there was a dog that was... <laughs> And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to have to kill a dog today. Whoa. And I love dogs. Right. But it was that daddy. Oh, because usually, you know, the testosterone. How do I express love? Through violence, of right. course. Sure. And I went, and I literally had the thought. I go, I will kill that dog. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to throw down. If it comes between baby and dog, that dog yeah. doesn't walk away. Yes. So that's why I thought, okay. Yeah. I think You're I kind of prepared. It's good that the baby was 15 months old because you had already. No, sort no, of no. Developed- the baby was younger at the time. He's 15 months now. Okay. But he was a few months old. Oh, so you'd already developed an attachment. Oh, major. The minute he was born, it was... The- well, okay. Oh, oh, Jamie doesn't have that with his kids. They're in their 20s now, and we still don't have attachments yet, but that's okay. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I would shoe a dog. I don't know that I would kill a dog. <laughs> yeah. But- if well, any of your kids were in trouble. <laughs> you would have to be capable of loving something. So. Yeah, right. and he's, he is yet... Not there. I would say the smaller the dog, the less confident I am that I can defend myself against the dog. Oh, well, the bigger dog, too, kind of gives you like it's, it's almost like wrestling a human. Like you just get him down. Yeah, the tiny dog is him, like. And the, the tiny dog is moving all the way. It's like a rat. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like with the tiny dog, you should resort to diplomacy until the last moment that you have to actually murder the dog. Oh, I think the, with all dogs. The bigger that's, dog. Yeah. Diplomacy is always first choice. Yeah. Yeah. We, we like dogs. Yeah. I don't want to kill a dog. But if it's between a dog and my son. Dog's got to go. Dog's yeah. got to go. You would know this if you love something. Right. Okay. All right. If dogs. By the way, I feel even, I feel even for the, for the bio shame. So I feel. Okay. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> All right. Which animal would you most like to give a piggyback ride to? And which animal would you most like to give you a piggyback ride? I think a sloth. Oh. Where they, they ride you or you ride the they sloth. They ride me. Yeah. 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 They That's a good me. call. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to shame you about how fast you're going. I mean, you're you're lightning yeah. quick at that point. You know, there's no speed that they're not. They're going to be, you know, right. It's going to take forever for the piggyback ride to get started, though. But <laughs> if you if they had to warn you of a hazard, impending hazard, you'd be in right. little trouble. He'd be like, "Wait, there's something in front <laughs> <Yeah>. of you." <laughs> right. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So, which back do you ride on? I gotta go polar bear. Oh, yeah. Could you polar imagine? Bear. That's like a Viking comic strip right there. Like being on the back of a polar bear, yeah. riding a polar oh, that would be awesome. And also, it's got to be like the view is like just got to be gorgeous because polar bears only going to hang out in really cool terrain. I would they, just taunt the penguins. Like, you wish you were up here, don't you? Oh, yeah. you're like, st- why don't you stand there a little longer, Seal, and we will eat you. <laughs> you're, okay, just because you're on the, the polar bear's back does not mean you get to eat seals. It, it can. You can threaten you, anything. Well, we can maybe, eat anything. maybe I think we you eat guys people. need to love something. I would only threaten a seal if it was coming between me and my child. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, you don't get it, Jamie. All right, my man versus animal question for this round is, what is the animal hardest to beat 
in Wordle. The thought that came to my mind was was an owl. Yeah, because they're wise. They're wise. I mean, it's such a lame answer. No, that's right, though. I, I said, that's a lame answer. And then I said, it should be the first thought that comes to your mind. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I think we've got time for one more. All right. Another question. Do animals speak telepathically? Do you think they judge us for using our limited language through our food hole? Very interesting question. Like okay, if they're one. talking about us right now and we don't even really know it and they're like, can you believe they use their food hole? No, and I'll tell you why. Because we do express a lot of language that is not verbal. And mm, they know that. Yeah. Just like that dog knew I was going to kill it. Right. That dog picked up on my energy. And just like animals go, yeah, they do like bark a lot. But you can also see if the tail's wagging and so forth. Just like we go, oh, you could tell the dog's happy because the tail's wagging or whatever. Or, you know, that kind of. So we're back to dogs. If dogs suddenly could talk and had opposable thumbs. I thought we just did a dog talk. I just entered that. I said, we're back to dogs. <laughs> If dogs suddenly could talk and had opposable thumbs, how long would they remain man's best friend? I would say forever. Yeah. I would say forever. I would just say they'd be more naughty. It's not about the opposable thumbs or the inability to talk. They're just loyal species. They wouldn't even tell us that they could talk and they'd hide their thumbs? Probably. Yeah. They probably do that now. Just like they can talk telepathically. They just don't want us to know about it. I would actually notice if my dog had thumbs. How do you... Because they could throw things or... Uh, there'd probably be something that was a giveaway. Wrap us up. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the first of our lightning rounds. We will be back with more of our guest, comedian Rich Aronovich. A momentito. All right. Finally, we have nipple chafing, which can actually be enjoyable. That's two words. Oh, dang it. Fuck it. How hard is it just Jesus, to say one word? Right, right, let's go back to the <clears throat> I want a second chance. All right. Second chance. Here we go. Finally, we can develop something colder, yet colder, but still. That's two words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last try. We can get it. We can do this. I'm definitely going to say nipple. Okay. Touch both nipples aggressively. Like. You just Eskimo kissed Aunt Margaret after Uncle Frederick banged heads with Uncle Daniel, who was also in the three way. (laughs) 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 Let's go back to the guest. We are back for our next segment of this episode. Jamie, Jamie and Adam, our guest comedian, Rich Aronovich is with us, and you now have the choice between the remaining categories, and those are romantic gestures or I do declare. I do declare. This is where we make progressively bold declarative statements that all begin with the phrase, I do declare. Mm Mm-hmm. Ready? All right. Would you like to start clockwise or counterclockwise on this round? Counterclockwise. Counterclockwise, starting with me. I do declare that the best flavor of jello is wet sock. I do declare that the best form of jello is jello with little bits of fruit in it. I'm still trying to imagine wet sock. Oh, it's horrible. It's musty. It's like one of the it's worst. pretty good. I'm just trying to understand. It's wet sock in like little pieces or we're getting like a, a what kind of texture? You can do it either way. You can either do yeah. you, it, it. You can do it with meat or without. Because the thing about Jello with wet sock is that it, it usually doesn't have the proper acidity. Like you need to make sure that you balance, you know, the, the sweet and the salty. I was trying to go beat Bobby Flay. There. No, <laughs> but, uh, you couldn't. You no, couldn't. no. Yeah. Rich, to you. 
I do declare that the only way to eat jello satisfyingly is to <laughs> make that noise. Oh, is a slurp. True. That is true. I declare. I mean, this is an audio podcast, but that is a visual that I'm going to have a hard time removing from well, my brain. I'll tell you what, I just think I found our TikTok video right there. <laughs> the thing is, we're going to change the audio in the background. So I do declare. This could be totally different when it hits TikTok. do declare that there is no finer intersection in all of the world than 43rd and 1st. In New York City. Ah, I do declare that there is no finer intersection in the world than the intersection between happiness and love. I do declare that the greatest intersection is that of X and Y. Really? Ah, oh, well played. All right, that's good. <laughs> or, uh, Rich. I do declare that Jamie's favorite intersection is seven blocks from where I live. Wow, impressive. So between there and... Jamie's favorite intersection. What is the best restaurant? Between your house and Jamie's favorite re- intersection. I declare that Baby Bo's is my favorite restaurant. Nice. <laughs> I do declare that after this podcast hits the airwaves, there is going to be a very creepy person in a basement somewhere putting a point at 43rd and 1st and drawing a circle seven blocks around that point <laughs> and going door to door and finding Rich. Until Rich opens the door. <laughs> so I'm telling you now, I do declare I feel responsible for your death. <laughs> I do declare my math is so bad that they will not find me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> there is no 4031. <laughs> ah, no, I can't find it. Eh? Blocks yeah. are so big in New York. It's hard to figure I out. do declare. We're still declaring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do declare that I will not be satisfied until the Constitution of this United States. These. Or this. These United States. It's really this. Has 36 amendments. Rich, which, which amendment would that you add? That sounds like a huge waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a huge waste of time. Actually, we Rich, just... you, you get one amendment to the Constitution. What's it going to be? The amendment to the Constitution is that you cannot talk about amendments to the Constitution with family members. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I do declare that we will wrap up this segment and be back with more of our guest, comedian... Rich Aronowicz. I declare you crazy. What do you think is the ultimate I do declare? The Declaration of Independence. That was the big one. Ten that's, Commandments. That's a pretty big I do declare. Oh, that's interesting. Because it's the authority figure, the declarer. That declares. Thou shalt not. That sounds like a declaration. It does. When the Ten Commandments were given to Moses. I was aware of that. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. No, no. Bible. I didn't mean to yeah. get into your space. When the Ten Commandments was were... Was there a burning bush around there? When the Ten Commandments... I wouldn't know, but maybe you do, Mr. Bible. When the Ten Commandments were presented... Yeah, 15. Did God use the I do declare? That would have been amazing. I wonder what that sounds like in Yiddish, if they were speaking Hebrew. Like, what, what it would sound like to say I do declare. Because I'm pretty sure that God we're was speaking you're Yiddish. You're, you're, you were all discussing. To Moses... Yeah, right? you're just guessing. You're speculating. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was speaking English, though. I do f- think it would be great to hear Adam try to do I do declare in Yiddish. No, I don't, because I still like doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, I just want to hear it. I wouldn't even know how to pronounce it. Either. I think yeah. it's just fraught with peril. Speaking of declarations, I declare. Let's go back to this guest. We're having some fun. Okay. 
All right, we are back for our uh, next segment here with our guest comedian, Rich Aronovich. We're having some fun. We're having a little bit of a good time. Yeah. I do declare. If I do declare so myself. Let's not carry over. We have but one subject left, and that means it will be the focus of this lightning round. Yes. The remaining topic is, of course romantic gestures. So would you like to say clockwise or counterclockwise, Rich? I'll go counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. All right, counterclockwise, starting with Adam. All right, Rich. Public proposals, tacky or romantic? Tacky. Very tacky. Yeah, that's right. Would you openly mock someone if you saw a public proposal? I did a dance video while they were shooting their wedding pictures in Central Park. Yeah. I had come from doing a dance video, had a ridiculous outfit on, and I just jumped in front of them. So... You know, you want to, I, I did sunset at the Grand Canyon. That was my proposal. Nice. Exactly. That's classy. That's beautiful. It's nature. It's everything. But you're in a public place at, at, at Central Park. If you can't handle a, a stranger or two becoming involved and, and maybe some weirdness, then don't do it here. Did the bride lead the groom? The bride, actually, they, they were kind of happy. The people that were, the photographers were pissed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So how many dates... In do you need to be before an Eskimo kiss is appropriate? An Eskimo kiss? Yes. Yeah. The nose to nose kiss. Yeah. The sort of like rubbing noses. Oh, you, day one. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's pretty, pretty advanced. Okay. So follow up question. Is the term Eskimo kiss appropriate? Absolutely. Okay. I didn't know. Are we going to try to make this somehow cultural appropriation or something? No, I don't think we are. I think the Washington commander should change your team to the Washington Eskimos. Interesting. Mm. How about the Eskimo Kisses? Washington Eskimo Kisses. There's a Kentucky team that just renamed themselves the Genome. I was like, if that's not the saddest attempt at Kentucky people trying to look smart, I don't know what is, right? Well, the problem is all their fans <laughs> are rooting for the Genemies. <laughs> you know, I, I, if, if sorry, they were the Washington the Eskimo Kisses, yeah. and I'm a lineman for the Washington Eskimo Kisses, I'm just right before the snap, just yeah, reaching out. Come on. Come on, a little. Give me a little. You see the weirdest shit. You know they wear helmets in football. Doesn't right? matter. Doesn't matter. If you, it doesn't matter if you if they if you get that close to where an Eskimo kiss is a possibility. The other lineman is backing up. My turn. Yeah. What is a romantic gesture that you offered and was spurned? Oof. Never happened. Too smooth. I've seen the videos. I don't. I have not been spurned on a romantic. That's gesture. right. I was gonna say the guys like this don't get spurned. All right, Adam. Yes. Last set of questions. Okay. Romantic jester. You thought it was gesture? Mm -hmm. It is jester. Okay. The romantic jester. Which comedian do you think is likely the most romantic person in real life? Really good question. Thank you. Damn it. Yep. I got it. I don't know why this came to mind. Yeah. But go with it. Probably Lewis Black. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah. I will co-sign on that suggestion. One of the kindest, sweetest, hearted people. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And thinks and like no ego and just a, a great. And I would think I bought her flowers because I wanted to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not because they told me. Not because I had to, because <laughs> she deserved it. You know, one of those. <laughs> perfect. All right, so the perfect segue into my question, because it's impression time. As Donald Trump, please try to convince me that grabbing someone downtown is romantic. Well, we're talking to great, three great guys, the fantastic guys. We Jamie, are. Jamie, and Bio Shamer. It's a very big problem. It's a very big problem. You know, he asked very inappropriate questions. And he was asking me, I was grabbing this guy downtown. We were downtown and we were at a great rally, fantastic rally. One of the best rallies I've ever been to. 
And they were saying, is it inappropriate to grab somebody? And I said, well, he was a big problem. So I grabbed the guy. And he was a great guy. He really was. But he was a little sleepy. He was Sleepy Joe. <laughs> he was going to fall. I thought he was going to fall. He looked like he was going to say, I've fallen and I can't get up. And I said, I grabbed him. So I was saving him from a big crash, a big boom, just like the economy. And really, what I did is I did a good thing. A lot of people think it's a bad thing. It was completely appropriate because it would have hit his head and that would have been the end of Sleepy Joe. So you're welcome. Big time hero. I feel like we were talking about different downtowns. No, we weren't. (laughs) Here is my question that is like Adam's, a little bit of a twist on on the notion of romantic. Do you think your child will ever have an ability to appreciate the love that a parent has for a child independently, or will they have to have their own child to fully understand it? They will have to have their own child to fully understand it. Yeah, I think that's right. Zero uh, appreciation of my parents. I appreciated them. The minute, at every stage of my son, I was like, oh my God, I owe them so many amends. Yeah. Having that first child, you you appreciate both your parents and your spouse's parents at a level that you had never realized before. I look at it a different way. I want to make sure that my kids have kids so they do feel indebted to me and take care of me in my old age. Like I, I need them to have kids so move. they recognize, oh, oh, wow. That's an interesting strategy. Yeah. Interesting move. All right. All right. Fair enough. Continued success, my friend. I hope that the videos continue to bring you attention. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff that I cannot talk about, but it is working. And Good. if you want to follow me uh, and find me, go to Rich is Funny, one word, TikTok, Instagram. They're all there. Rich is Funny. Rich one is one. very funny. So uh, continued success. Hope parenting continues to treat you well. Hope I see you sooner than later. Thanks, Rich. This was fun. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Rich. All right, buddy. All right. That was a uh, fun episode with comedian Rich Aronovich. And uh, I think that generally speaking, you should find some song and you should find some dance moves. You should watch one of his videos and be more like that. And your life will be significantly improved. So with that for Adam, Adam and Jamie, figure I double up the Adams and singularize the Jamies. That'll do it for this episode. We'll catch you next time. Fire is getting low. This episode of the podcast is over. Time to go home now. She go on. Back to where you came from. We'll call you back when it's time for another podcast. Taka Taka.